You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Thank you so, so much for tuning into the show today. We are just stoked to have you listening. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already to be notified every Tuesday and Thursday that we drop a new episode. And you know I'm gonna ask, but it really genuinely means the world if you would take two minutes to write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Just a review for the show really helps us so freaking much. We love hearing what you guys are tuning into and and loving the most in this show. It just helps us make an even better show that really gives you free content that serves you the best in your business and life. So if you would take two minutes to pause this episode and do that, that would be awesome. All right, question. Do you struggle with putting your face on video? You can be honest, it's fine. (laughs) Do you feel like you have no idea what to say, how to act, where to post, how to not sound salesy, right? Like so many things. Well, we have a treat for you today. Today, we're sitting down with the incredible Krista Mayshore to talk all video marketing. Krista is a former teacher with a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. She's the author of four best-selling books focusing on digital marketing. And Krista recently took her new business from zero to $7.4 million in just 25 short months using online digital strategies. She knows what the heck she's doing, (laughs) y'all. Through her coaching, teaching, speaking, and training, Krista is revolutionizing the way business owners market themselves online. Oh, and man, today's episode is a good one. So you'd better buckle up if you're ready to get inspired and given step-by-step tools all on video marketing. From why video is important and vital for your business in the first place, to what to even talk about on video, to how to not sound salesy, how to utilize a digital marketing funnel to take cold leads to paying clients, how to get started with Facebook ads for your videos, and literally so much more, (laughs) this episode is packed full of tangible takeaways. You'll walk away knowing how to make a splash online and show up as the authority, whether you have any experience or not, how to serve your potential customers well, and then turn them into paying, satisfied customers. Woo! You ready to dive into all that goodness? Let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, Krista, welcome on to the show. We're so excited to have you here today. Oh, thanks for having me. You guys are great. I really appreciate it, Lindsay and Evie. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, well, so for anyone in our audience who might not know who you are, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, I used to be a teacher. I taught through grade for six years. Um, about 19 years ago, I left the teaching um, industry because my daughter got sick and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And I ended up, um, my husband at that time ended up having an affair and we had just bought a brand new home. And so I was left with two little girls, ages two and about four and a half, and a brand new um, home with a big fat mortgage payment and empty bank account. So I, oh my I, gosh. I ended up um, going into real estate and I ended up selling 69 homes my first year. So we, I was kind of did that out of survival mode, I'd say. And I've been doing real estate for about 19, 20 years now. And um, about three years ago, I left the real estate um, industry to start coaching, you know, entrepreneurs, 
business owners, local professionals on how to use digital marketing and video to really dominate their local profession. So that's where I'm at now. Wow. That's amazing. What a I'm I'm blown away at like just your ability to take a sucky situation yeah. and really like turn it into something that's working for you and really powerful. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you know, there's if I can just say something, and that is that a lot of times people we all go through stuff, right? And mm-hmm. at the time when I was going through it, I mean, I was it was devastating. I I know divorce is very common, but I you know my I was raised kind of in a religious religion, and you don't get divorced. And my parents have been married for fifty three years, and my brothers yeah. have been married for twenty five and twenty years. So divorce just wasn't something that my family ever really did. And so I was ashamed and humiliated. And, but looking back, I mean, it was the best thing that ever could have happened to me because had I stayed in the marriage, I didn't realize at the time just how unhappy and miserable that I was. And so I was kind of forced into it, but it ended up being really great. So for those of you who are listening and are going through something hard, which we all do all the time, just know that sometimes bad things, they don't, they don't end up being so bad after all. So just kind of keep pushing. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I guess moving on, you are huge on video, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. And you're big on video marketing, especially in the online entrepreneurship world. So my question for you is, why do you focus so much on video? What's the power of it? And why do you believe so much in it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I love using video and, you know, video is really what helped me, you know, stay in the top 1% of realtors nationwide. Um, it's, I just recently, I found out today actually that my business that we just launched um, three years ago, three years ago, actually like this month, we just hit $10,800,000. Um, and I will tell you that that happened all because of video. So all online marketing. So nobody knew who I was in the, in the coaching space, you know, three years ago. And since then we've helped thousands of people. Um, and we started by just producing video content and I'm not, you know, um, I wasn't, I'm not critically great at video. Not all of it was, is fancy. There's just plenty of video that was just normal, but when you use video, your audience gets to know you and they get to really see who you are. And there's so much stuff out there in the world, right? And when you can take a video and actually make sure that it's seen, the effects are just astronomical. But the problem is, is that so many people are creating video content, they're posting in their business page or their personal page or Instagram or whatever it might be, and nobody's actually even seeing it. So the true power behind using video is using video and making sure that you properly distribute it so that it actually gets seen in front of your client avatar, your customer. And if you can do that, then they start to develop a relationship with you. They see you as the authority. And before you know it, you know, they feel like they they really, truly know you. And when you know somebody and you like somebody, the chances of converting them and actually doing business just goes up like skyrockets. So it's really, really what helped me, you know, skyrocket my real estate business and, um, you know, stay, stay, do well in that. But then also in my coaching business, and we've used this, we've taught just so many different, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people across the country to use this. So it really does work. Uh, I love that. And I just reiterating the power of video to connect to your ideal audience um, mm-hmm. and to your, your clients, to your following. I just could not agree with that more. I think, you know, in, in today's social media, internet, crazed world, we're all craving connection. And especially during this year of COVID, we're even craving it even more when a lot of people can't physically be together. And I think like video is a way that you as a business owner can show up online and really just like make that connection. So I love that you said that because we, we scream that from the rooftops (laughs) as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys teach that too. Huh? It's it's a it's it's kind of nice to have somebody else tell your audience that because you know mm-hmm. it kind of just starts to go blah blah blah, right? But I mean, and some people are, are definitely afraid of doing video. Like you, you know, you two, Lindsay and Evie, you guys are are good at podcasting, so I'm sure your listeners just assume that you know all this comes so easy to you. But the bottom line is, is that you had to work at it too, and you still do, right? And yeah, you know, yeah. I don't wake up every morning saying, "Oh, I can't wait to go do a record record a video and have the world judge me." You know, I. <laughs> Like I don't do that, but, uh, I, I work at it and I just know how powerful it is. And I try to take it the, the, you know, the, the emphasis off of me and more on who yes. I can help and how I can serve people and how I can make their lives better. And, and it's, it, it's fun, you know? And I mean, you, you really do start to be, especially when you're doing this on a local level, like I know you work with a lot of photographers and I mean, I gotta tell you the power of, of a photographer or any type of entrepreneur showcasing themselves and what they do and and also combining that with their personal life and their personality and who they are and kind of letting people get in to know not just your business but also you who you are as a person it's so powerful because and who doesn't love photography right like I love seeing cool pictures and when you could take those pictures and you could kind of show people what it is that you're doing and how you showcase families or weddings or whatever it might be I mean you're you're telling a story and you're you know, you're connecting with your audience. And so, um, you, you know, and, and if you see somebody often enough, like I know when I want to get pictures taken of my family, I have no one that I think of, like, there's no one that comes to mind. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. really there's not. And I think about that with almost every profession. If I think about, okay, who would I go to if I wanted to go to a dentist or who would the insurance agent be, or who would the photographer be, or who would the, you know, person that I want to wash my windows be, or who would the realtor be, or the lender or I, no one comes to mind, right? But had I be seeing somebody on a regular basis all the time over and over show up on my newsfeed um, because I'm making sure that I'm properly distributing the videos, then I know I would think of that person. And that's the idea is to be known as the community market leader in your profession, in your industry, in your local area so that you cannot be forgotten. Yes. And I love even what you hit on. Lindsay and I have talked about this before, and I think this leads into the next question really well. You discussed and kind of touched on taking the focus off of us and putting it on the people that we can serve. I think that's one of the most like freeing, kick the roadblock out of your way thing that you can do as, you know, the creator, the content creator is to stop focusing on oh, will people think that I, you know, mispronounced that word? Or, you know, what if if the light was shining on my face and my, my skin looked shiny? Or like the stupid things that we think about. Or will people judge me because I said um too much? Or just stupid stuff like that. That stops us from wanting to create. But when we actually like realize this is serving somebody else and this is going to enhance their life and benefit them and it's for their good and for their, you know, blessing, like that's such a freeing thing. But I would love to talk a little bit, Krista, about the people who are listening right now who are struggling with video marketing. And one of the biggest questions that Lindsay and I hear a lot is what do I even talk about? So in that kind of like, this isn't about us, this is about serving other people. What would your answer be on like, what should people talk about to serve other people? 
I always like to start with, um, you know, what problems people are having, right? Because in order for you, you, you can only be a solution if you're solving a problem. And I'm just going to repeat that. You can only be a solution if you're solving a problem. So think about like, you all know who your clients are and your customers are and what, you know, what are their, their problems they experience? What keeps them up at night? Like, what do they think about? What do they worry about? You know, what can make their life easier? If you just start with considering the five most common problems or worries that your customer or your client has, and then start creating content based upon that, that's a huge, a great, great place to start, right? Um, because then you're, you're, you're able to solve a problem. You're the solution. You then become the solution. So let's just think about maybe for, uh, let's just take photography. You got, you got photographers and now the photographers, I would think like, okay, I, if I want to get pictures taken as a, as a, as a consumer, the things I'm thinking about is, okay, like, you know, how do I make sure like what's going to look good and, you know, what kind of clothes should I wear? And, mm-hmm. you know, how do I make sure that my makeup looks the best? You know, how can I make sure that my kids are going to be smiling and happy? Or are there tips and tricks that I can do on that? And, you know, um, should I do it at my house or should I do it outside? And what's the difference? And mm-hmm. you're like, think about like, what are the questions that your, your customers ask you and start showing up as the authority, right? And even if you're brand new in the industry, like, you've, like this is so funny. We actually had one of our real estate agents. She got the best voted best realtor in her town and she had never even sold a house yet. So she joined my program. I'm not, I'm not kidding. It was Sue LaFabre. I can't remember. Now she's crushing it. But like before she had ever even sold a house, her community nominated her best realtor, best real estate agent, because they saw her as the authority figure. She was creating content and videos about the community and about real estate and homes and, you know, price points and first time buyers and, you know, how to, how to move up and how to move down. I can just go on and on about what she created content on, but she got voted best realtor and she hadn't even sold a house yet because perception is reality. And her community perceived her as somebody who was doing business because she she was constantly producing content and educating them about the market and what was happening. So even if you're brand new in, in photography or for any business for that matter, when you start creating content, people start seeing you as the authority. And once people see you as the authority, then they'll start to listen because you need to give them a reason to want to listen. Like, for, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, for me, like I've, I've sold, you know, I have four two comma club awards. We have another one coming on its way, which means I've generated over a million dollars on, on an online, you know, marketing funnel. And I'm an expert in digital marketing. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a top 1% real estate agent. I'm an expert in real estate, but if nobody knows that I'm an expert in digital marketing and how to utilize social media and video, if nobody knows it, because I'm not positioning myself to my client avatar, to my, to my customer base as somebody who knows what I'm talking about and developing a relationship with them, it doesn't matter that I've done that. So you could be the best photographer in the world or for that matter, the worst one. But if nobody knows about you, whatever business or profession that you're in, and you're not able to help solve a problem and serve people while doing so, you're not going to have the opportunity to be able to work with them or you will, but you're going to have way, way less opportunities. Yeah. This, well, this reminds me, Evie kind of did the same thing. I was thinking as Chrissy, you were talking, (laughs) Evie started teaching people how to photograph elopements at before she technically even did one, but then set up a styled shoot for her first one and was like educating people in that moment. So it reminded me exactly of what what that lady, like showing up as an expert and learning and teaching and educating from that place. And then Mm -hmm. when you do that, like the clients for that will follow. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and give it, give away everything. I mean, you know, one of my mentors, uh, Russell Brunson, he always says like, give it all, give them everything. Right. And, and yeah. some people are afraid to give it away because they think that they're giving all their secrets away. But honestly, that's not the case because people still need help. They need help on figuring out like the exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And they're going to still come after you and need you, you know, you know, I always utilize this. This is a really bad example, but I always utilize like the divorce example, right? You know, when you're, when you're, needing a divorce attorney, like you don't know who to go to. You're scared like crazy, but most likely before you're actually going to hit the button to get a divorce, you, you are thinking about it, right? You're having marital problems. It's been difficult. Maybe somebody had an affair, you know, things have been shaky at home. Like the, and, your, your subconscious is looking for answers. If you saw a divorce attorney, like giving tips and tricks on how to divorce, you know, um, on a budget or how to make sure you divorce and keep the kids safe or, you know, Hey, here's how to, how to go to a paralegal. You're going to think of that divorce attorney. Now that example that I just said could be towards any type of business or professional, right? It's the reminder of it. I was just on another podcast. I was saying how, you know, every, every like a couple of weeks, I'll get this text message from round table. That's like, Hey, pizza tonight at, you know, get buy one pizza, get one at, at half off. And I'm, I can't tell you how many times my husband and I have gotten that text message and we end up at straw hat that night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's just from a text message, not even from, from a video. So it, it works. It's just a matter of doing it. And all of you, you, you know, you know, your, your product, you know, your service, you know, how to serve people, you know, how to make people's lives better. Just start talking about it on video. And with that being said, Lindsay and Evie, you guys have got to start doing your podcasts on video because then you can take the video and you can repurpose the video, put the video yeah. on YouTube, put the video everywhere else. So you guys can get more, you know, people can we, see faces. <laughs> you are <laughs> preaching to the choir. We've been like... <laughs> thinking about that for a while. I think the blocking in my mind is that we record in our closet with I'm literally in the dark right now. So I would just need to like reorchestrate my podcast setup. (laughs) But 100% on board with agreeing with you about that. I like people that repurpose their podcasts on YouTube and on all the podcast apps. It's genius. So we we know we're just dragging our feet. <laughs> hey, the two Lindsay and Evie, they're the podcast girls that record in their closet. Like that alone would make a statement. And people would love it. So I wouldn't. Okay, worry. that's that's true. It's You're encouraging. So yeah. Good re- good reminder to not be perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, really, people don't care, and then they're like, "Hey, my first started, I was in a closet. Now I'm in yeah. like uh, New York City. Now, look at the setup now. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. All right, Lindsay. After this episode, we got to brainstorm how to turn. It- podcast and a video so I mean we can just <laughs> record our zoom calls and then it'll just be I'll just maybe put makeup on before the recording that's true <laughs> you can do long form posts on YouTube you can do short clips on Instagram you can do you know long or short form clips on on um on Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and you just keep on going right so you guys so know. right well this turned into a coaching call real fast okay <laughs> I was like oh, I'm sorry sorry no you're good this is perfect we need it well, my, my next question kind of goes into what you were saying earlier. What would you say to people who's, or who I, I think when you say, hey, you need to show up on video, you need to be present online or like via video, when people object to video marketing because they don't want to sound pushy or salesy, what would you say to that? So that's a good question. So first of all, Number one, nobody likes to do video. It's like you're, you know, if I interview 100 people and I and I do thousands of people, like two out of 100 will say they like it and they're the weird ones. Okay, they just are. They're just they're weird. They're 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 the unicorns that like doing video. No one likes to do it. But if you 
would go and research like video stats on the power of video and conversions and click-through rates. And I can just go on and on and on, right? I mean, even according to Forbes, 64% of customers say that after viewing a video that they're more likely to purchase. 64%. You get 800% more conversions from a landing page that has video as compared to one that doesn't. And I can go on for like a half an hour on all the amazing statistics around why you should use video for your business. Just for that alone, you should like think, oh man, I got to start doing this, right? Because when you're developing a relationship with somebody and, and when you see somebody and hear somebody, the information is processed just like so much more quickly and there's just so much more, you know, reasoning behind video. But what I would say is, is that, um, now I forgot the question. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) It was people that object to wanting to do video because they feel like they'll sound pushy or salesy. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, you don't have to always sell, right? Like, so, so for example, you might be, um, you know, photographers will do again. Like you can like show an ex- some video of you recording this family and like show the story of how happy they were and the before and after, and then show, you know, the end product and just be like, Oh, I just love this. I was so excited how happy these people were. And I just loved, you know, they left here and they were just feeling great. And, you know, here's, here's a couple tips that, you know, they were worried about, um, they were worried about their kids, you know, being cranky. So I just, you know, they took a nap before they came. We had snacks here and they ate every once in a while. We took breaks and it made it such a great experience. So, Hey, if you've got kids, don't stress or don't worry. Like we've got it covered. And Hey, by the way, if you're thinking about taking pictures, give me a call. We got a special today. So it's not always about like, hire me. I'm the best. It's just about telling a story, showcasing what you're doing. You know, it might just be, Hey, I'm eating this killer pizza today. And it's like, it's, it's peanut butter and jelly pizza. You have got to try this. Oh my God. (laughs) So good go to my website and I'll show you a picture of it or not, or not, you know, every single time you're creating a video, it doesn't have to be to sell. But what you have to understand is that when you create video, your video content is inadvertently doing more selling for you than anything else. Like it's, you know, as real estate agents, they do open houses and they cold call and they door knock. And I tell them, Hey, instead of cold calling and door knocking and doing open houses and, you know, Put it going in the magazine, create content because your content is selling for you while you're sleeping, while you're on vacation all the time. And that really is the case, especially if it's being seen. I mean, we are able to show people how to get hundreds and hundreds of hours of watch time on every video they create, hundreds of thousands of views, you know, 4,000, 6,000, you know, 10,000 engagements, people commenting, liking, sharing by properly distributing that. So imagine if you were to create, you know, two videos a week, I would suggest people do at least three and run a small ad behind that, right? And you're getting hundreds of thousands of views, hundreds hundreds of hours of watch time on a, a 30 second or one minute video, and it's all done locally, how much that's going to enhance your business. I mean, you're giving yourself leverage, right? You don't have uh-huh. to be the best photographer, the most experienced, like, like Sue LaFrave, zero experience, but she was voted the best realtor because of perception and because she had more leverage. Exposure is leverage. When you, ha- you can make up in leverage, what you lack in ability or lack in experience. So And when you do it, like you guys said, consistently over and over again, I mean, my gosh, you're just positioning yourself as the go-to person. I, 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 right now, there's one lady in my area that I actually took my kids to when they were younger. And I I spent like, gosh, several, like three or $4,000 way back then to get pictures. And I'm 50, so you you can do the math, but they've been like (laughs) years or something, but to, to, um, I'm not, I'm actually 49, but anyway, so, you know, I look back at, at that and she now takes pictures and she's retired, but she's starting to do more content online and she's positioning stuff. And I'm thinking, man, she could have been like, 
like she was already so popular because just by word of mouth, but had she used, you know, video throughout the years, I mean, she would be like a bazillionaire because her work was so amazing. It was so different. Like no one else was doing it, but most people didn't know about it unless it was for word of mouth, you know? All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best. And you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking. And you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now, we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before and you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Hey, photographers, this one's for you. Real talk, have you ever felt like your photos just look stale? Like they lacked the oomph that you're looking for? Ever feel like you're not just like fully capturing the life and energy and story of your clients, but you just don't know how to fix it? Well, we've got some magic sauce for you, my friend. Meet your new best friend, The Posing Miner, our online course for photographers showing you how to capture those jaw-dropping, authentic photos of your clients that will leave them in tears because you capture them in the moment so perfectly. Yes, it is packed full with six course episodes, over 232 minutes of video content, and three bonus PDFs. Lindsay and I take you out into the field with us. Like, no, literally, we we go into some fields and we walk you through step-by-step how to pose families, couples, portraits or seniors, wedding parties, and a wedding couple. So if you are ready to say bye-bye to brain farts in the middle of your photo sessions, awkward silences and weird freaking prom poses, uncomfortable clients and subpar images, the posing minor is your new best friend. To see more and to join in on the magic, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. One more time, theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. I think when people think about being salesy, they think, oh, okay, every time I, I get on video, I have to be selling. I have to be like Billy Mays on the internet, like, or on the, like an infomercial being like, oh, but, but buy this and you can get half. Like, it's not like that at all. I, I love that you said positioning yourself as an authority figure and just like answer people's questions and serve them on video. Cause one, you're educating them 
positioning yourself as the authority figure, but then two, you're actually creating that connection because you are on video. Yeah. Right? I love that you said that. And don't worry about being perfect. Like nobody likes perfect. Nobody, you know, be perfectly imperfect because everybody hates perfection anyways. You know, it's, and being authentic and real and real and authentic is, is making mistakes and saying, um, too much. And, you know, and even saying, man, I'm so nervous right now. Cause I, I'm not used to doing videos. So just please, you know, bear with me. I mean, people like that because they know that, that you're human and, and, you know, it, it's relatable. So be relatable, be human, be imperfect, but just be. Mm. Mm, that's so good. And there's, like you were just saying, I mean, there's so many marketing potential and opportunity in the world with video. People connect to video. They feel like they're talking to a human. They feel like it's a friend chat or a friend conversation where they're, you know, suddenly connected and getting value and the problem in their life is being solved or, you know, the potential for a problem being solved. I love that, like, the world right now is just so open to video and the potential is there and you don't have to be perfect. Like, that just gets me so excited in general in life. Like, even with, like, Instagram Reels coming out, like, there's just... There's so in TikTok, like there's just so much opportunity in the world for video, like, and you don't have to do it all at once, but you can just start and like open the door and realize it's not as scary as it seems and then just go for it. And the potential for, you know, exposure and marketing and sales is just through the roof. Yeah. And, and, and also too, you never know what somebody's, what they're interested in, right? Some people want to be, they're going on Instagram or on Facebook. They're going there to be entertained. Some are going there to be, to get excited. Some are going there to get inspired. Some are going in there to learn or compare or contrast. So there's different types of video that you can, that you can create because you never know who it is that's going to be in front of you and what they're looking for or wanting at that time. So creating different types of video is, is important. Now you just mentioned something that I want to make sure that we kind of talk about. And that's like, there are a lot of sites out there, right? There's so many different sites out there. And what I always recommend people doing is, is picking one and like really, really mastering it and being super consistent with it. Like, for example, I really have mastered Facebook and I've, you know, I've spent millions of dollars on Facebook ads. So I really know how, how Facebook works. And, but we didn't start going to Instagram until I really had mastered Facebook, right? So then, then you go to one. So ma- learn one, master one, stay consistent at one, um, and then start going on to other ones. Don't feel like you have to do TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and all of them all at once, or you won't do any of them. It's better to really pick one to do it, do it and do it as well as you can. And then, you know, um, go, go to another one if you're, when you're ready. But don't Amen. stop. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> Overwhelm is one of the biggest, like, triggers to procrastination along with perfectionism. And you cannot feel like you have to do everything at once or you won't do it at all. So I love, love that. So Krista, with any content that you're publishing online, do you want to maybe like spill some secrets on some of the strategies you use or you teach on how to attract your ideal clients to hopefully book you? Like any like industry secrets that you have learned through the years? Yeah. So, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of your secrets, but it's more of a strategy. So, um, you have to always think about, I'm not sure if you've ever ever heard of the, there was a study that was done from MIT and on the study from MIT, basically there was, uh, people, kids, students that were, were at a university and they had a professor and the professor was sick. So they, they did this experiment, right, where they gave all the students the bio of the professor that was going to speak 
Um, and every single thing about the professor was the same in the bio. It talked about his accolades and his experience and all that. The only thing that was different is that in one of the bios, it said that he was a rather friendly and warm person. And, and the other bio said that he was rather curt, right? So at the end of the study, at the end of the, of the presentation of the, from the professor, they took, um, they got asked for feedback from the students and they, and all the students from the one that said he was a rather warm professor gave him just amazing reviews saying how he was just so personable and he was so engaging and encouraging and he was such a great teacher and they were so inspired, blah, blah, blah. But the ones that got the, um, that had the, the bio that said that he was rather curt theirs said that he was, you know, he was rude and he was, you know, he was, uh, uh, you know, pompous and he wasn't a good teacher just because of the pre-frame, what they got prior to seeing that professor. So understand that so many times people will just um, throw out content and they'll try to get, you know, you to give their email address or their phone number. But we have to understand that we're dating our community, right? And mm -hmm. also understand that what they see prior to us asking them to take action it is different depending on who we're going after. So for example, at top of funnel, you know, sometimes I might create content that's meant for everyone, but also sometimes top of funnel, I might be creating content that's very specific to a specific problem. And so I need to make sure that I'm really specific as to what that, that problem is and I'm, and I'm identifying it and answering the need. And then as I continue to bring them down my funnel and produce more content, that number two, I'm giving the right people the right content at the right time. So then my, my cold audience, who now knows they had a problem and knows there's a solution, I'm going to move them from being cold to warm. Warm meaning I'm going to warm them up now. I'm going to talk to them more and tell them more about what they originally were interested in. Remember the pre-frame. Before they were interested in X, I'm going to make sure I give them more of X, right? Now mm -hmm. that warm lead, when I start educating them and helping them about that first initial problem that they had, now they become hot as I warm them up, meaning hot being they know they have a problem, they know there's a solution, and hot being they know about me and know that I'm the best solution to that problem. So understand what you give to your clients and when you give it is important making sure you're aware of the pre-frame, what they're getting prior to each action and what stage they're at and what content they're getting beforehand. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. I have a logistical question. When you're talking about these funnels, are you talking purely about email marketing? Or are you incorporating any of your social media content into this? So all these, all, when I'm talking about a funnel, basically I'm, I'm specifically creating like a landing page that, that leads to a funnel. Um, but, but a funnel could be for anything. So any kind of email, email marketing, um, uh, Facebook marketing, social media marketing, any kind of marketing, you should always have this in mind. But what a funnel is, like a digital marketing funnel, is where, where you bring people through a sales process, right? You bring them into your world. I always start that sales process with video, which is just getting them to know me, like me, and trust me before I ever ask them to take any action, right? What most marketers will do is they'll just be like, hey, download my guide or do this or join this group or blah, 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 you know? And people need to get warmed up to you first. And so meaning you need to, the pre-frame, what they're gonna do before I ask them to give me their email or phone number, I need to warm them up. I need to date them for a little while, right? If you see, if you see a hot guy at the bar, you don't just go up there and say, hey, let's hop in bed. I mean, some of you might, but usually it's like, 
hey, I, I think you're really cute. And you exchange numbers and you FaceTime and you have breakfast and then you keep FaceTime and you meet for lunch and then you hold hands and kiss and then you get into bed, right? So many people are, are forgetting those major steps of developing a relationship, making sure we're giving the right people the right information at the right time. And understanding that we never know where they're entering our, our sales cycle, right? Like they might, it might change at times. So creating different types of content and then targeting people and funneling people and giving them the right content at the right time is, is huge. I'll kind of give you an example in real estate. Okay. So in real estate, we teach people how to create like People want sellers right now. So we teach people how to create content around selling, right? Like, um, hey, you know, how to sell your home right now in a competitive market and still be able to purchase a new house. How to sell your home for top dollar um, without all the hassle. How to sell your home during coronavirus without really having to show it. I can go on and on about different types of videos that you do. So you start creating video content and you start targeting people. And when people watch a certain amount of the video, you can tell if they've watched 50% or 75% of the whole thing, then you start targeting more content content about video, I'm mean, sorry, about selling to them. Then later on, you target them and ask them if they'd like a market analysis. You don't start with the market analysis. Most people start with download this. Get, let me let me gift you a market analysis of your home. When we have to pre-frame them, we have to warm them up. We have to date them first, right? Mm-hmm. We have to establish ourselves as the authority figure to give them a reason to want to, number one, even get a market analysis from us in the first place. This is called attraction-based marketing. I'm, I'm attracting business. I'm not chasing it. Yes. Well, and I, I love that you connected marketing to dating. I, I've heard that analogy before, but I think it's such a good one just to get like the marketing framework into people's minds because just, I mean, it's true. Like you can't just like go up to somebody and be like, hey, buy my product. It's like, they have to know you. They have to like you. They have to trust you. You have to warm them up. So everything that you're saying fully agreed with. I think from a listener's perspective, I think I could I could envision somebody listening to this and being like, okay, I get it. Awesome. How do I do it? Like, do you have any advice on just like tactical, what could be the first step of somebody trying to set this up or this this concept up of like giving them a lead with a, or like a warming them up with a video and then leading them along? Like any... Yeah. Just like beginner advice, because I I could imagine somebody out there that's like, this is so over my head. Oh my gosh, what do I do? Well, first of all, anything can be learned, right, Lindsay? So anything can be yes. learned. So so just remind yourself, just like kissing for the first time. Like the first time I ever kissed a guy, I was in seventh grade or eighth grade, and I bit him, and he, they called me bitey for the whole rest of the year, right? <laughs> it didn't stop me from kissing again. I keep all these dating analogies, but it didn't stop me from kissing. I kept kissing. I just learned how not to bite next time, okay? So <laughs> Like anything can be learned, all right? No matter what it is, from riding a bike to, you know, to creating a funnel, to creating a landing page, to recording a video, you can learn it. And it it, it needs to be in any marketers or any professionals, you know, marketing is so important. So first step is start creating content, pick your platform. Let's just say it's Facebook. Don't just boost. You need to create up an ad through your ads manager account in Facebook. You're initially gonna want to, Target your area, pick your pick your locations, which would probably, I would assume for most people that you're coaching be local, right? They'd pick their local demographic. Start identifying certain interests or behaviors that certain people that are looking for, like maybe you'd say they have children or they're going to be getting married or, you know, they got engaged. Those kind of things would be, would be interests that you could, you could, um, you know, target. And then initially start creating ads using the objective called 
reach, which means that you're reaching everybody on a local level. Then also use the Facebook objective called video views. So what's happening is you're telling Facebook, number one, I want you to reach my entire community locally so they see me, they see my videos. I want you to focus and go after people that like to watch videos in, in the first place, okay? So that would be your first step. Start creating videos. And, and content and create an ad on Facebook through the ads manager account. And the reason why you don't just want to boost is because you want to be able to have the retargeting capability, creating lookalike audience capability that the ads manager allows you to do. It is not hard. It's just different. And it's, it's something that can be easily learned. Um, and then make sure that when you have videos that you're not, you know, videos should always be started out with a hook, like hook your audience. You wouldn't say, hi, I'm Krista. I'm a digital marketing coach. I specialize in teaching video. Like you had me at you know, I, I hung up on, hi, I'm Krista. We <laughs> like, hook them, right? Like, our, you know, our, it's Christmas time and you need photos for your family and you just don't think you have enough time. Well, guess what? Boom. Like I hooked them. Okay. So first start out by hooking people. You hook them by serving a need, answering a problem, right? Identifying with them, like on their own personal issues or needs or wants or problems. Okay. That should be what the hook is about. Then what you do is you need to align with their feelings, which means that you're going to say, I totally get it. I mean, I know Christmas comes so, so fast. I understand how you feel and I've got, okay, so that's the second thing. Align with their feelings. Say you understand how they feel. Third, you're going to say you're positioning yourself as the expert. You're telling them why they should continue listening to you without saying, oh, I've sold 2,000 homes. It's like, I totally understand how you feel. You know, just this week alone, we've helped 12 families just like you sell their house in a competitive time. Does that make sense? So now it's like, wow, she sold 12 houses. I, maybe I should listen to her, right? Or wow, they've, they just helped six families this week take pictures quickly. Then uh, man, she's an expert. Let me continue to listen mm-hmm. to her. So now I'm continuing listening. Then I give my two or three training tips and then I ask for a call to action. There might not always be a call to action. Sometimes it just might be that you're just letting them get to know you. So there might not be a call to action. And if every time you're saying click, like, share, comment, you know, download, it can get kind of off-putting. So you want to make sure that you do that later on down the line in your funnel, if that makes sense. Was that Uh, too much? No, that That was was so good. good. That's a step-by-step, like step one, step two. And I love that. That's such a good easy. Here's how you get started. Here's how you open the door. And once the door is open, it becomes a lot easier once you've taken that first step. So I love that. With that, what do you feel, Krista, are some of the biggest mistakes you see entrepreneurs making when it comes to marketing online? The biggest one is hopping in the sack before they ever dated. Like, (laughs) that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Is, is getting asking people to download your stuff, buy your product before they've ever gotten a chance to, to know you and, and to position you as an expert. You've really got to, to take the time to develop the relationship with your community. So for example, like when I started my coaching business, I didn't even run any ads for, for a few months that asked anyone to do anything. The first step was just exposing myself to them, right? Getting in front of their feed, making sure they were seeing me. And then the, sec- the second step was, not even asking them to download. It was getting them to take a small action like clicking. Maybe maybe they were going to click on a on a download, right? Or they were going to join a group, but they didn't have to give me any information. So the idea is to, to want to get your, your audience to do a little bit more each time. So many marketers go straight for the click, like the download. Give me your, give me your, your uh, not the download, I'm sorry, but requesting information. Give me your name, your phone number, your email. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to do that, you know, Mm -hmm. unless I know the person. So before you've asked them to, to, 
give you their information. You want them to take smaller actions. The first action is just watching you. The second action is maybe downloading something without having to give you their information, right? The third might be joining a a group or clicking on something, okay? And then later on, as you continue to market to them and target to them, then you ask them for their information. You don't start with that. Mm. Mm. So Amen. <laughs> I'd like, it, I mean, it's people joke that like in email marketing, it's called a nurture sequence. And it's like, it's called that for a reason. You nurture them, you bring them along. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think whether you're doing like paid ads to get in front of new audiences, or you can even try to do it for free on social media, like using those in tandem, um, I think is a really great, really great uh, method. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. We always love asking every single guest this uh, kind of near the end of the episode. And it's kind of a big question. So what is the biggest lesson you've learned in business? And it could be anything. (laughs) Just start. You know, people are, you know, they say ready, aim, fire. I say fire, fire fast, right? Fire (laughs) first. So don't be so, you know, everyone's always getting ready and they're always aiming that they never fire. Just fire fire, like just go because you will learn so much. And even if you, even if you spend weeks or months, you know, getting ready and aiming when you finally do fire, you're still going to have to go back and fix and change and tweak. Mm -hmm. So fire fast, fire forward, even fail forward because you're going to be getting there more quickly. Just take action, like get out of your own head, take action and do it early in the day. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you hate doing video or you hate whatever you don't like doing, whatever you think is going to move the needle most quickly in your business, do it first. You'll have more energy. You'll get more done. You'll be more productive. Just get it finished. And then you'll just see just how much more you get finished throughout the day. I love that. So good. (laughs) Uh, Christy, you are amazing. You've dropped so much goodness today. For everyone who's listening to this and is obsessed with you as we are now, (laughs) where can people find you and connect with you and learn and grow and watch your videos and all of the goodness? Yeah, you're so cute. So I I just finished writing a book. It's a best-selling book on Amazon for entrepreneurship and small business. And it's called The Ultimate Lead Gen Playbook. That's The Ultimate Lead Gen Playbook. So if you just go to Get Krista's Book with uh, getchristasbook.com. That's with a K. So getchristasbook.com. It talks all about digital marketing and all these things, plus a ton more that really is especially written for local businesses and professionals on how you can really demonstrate yourself as the go-to expert in your community. Uh, I love it. Krista, thank you so much for giving us so much of your time today and so much knowledge and expertise. I'm so excited to see people just start to take off with video and get over that initial hurdle of what do I talk about? Or I don't want to be pushy or salesy or I don't even know what to say. Like, I am so excited to see people just start showing up with video and taking these steps and putting them into action. Uh, You guys are welcome. I love your voices, Evie and Lindsay. Your voices are so Perfect. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I try. I thought that about yours when you got on. I was like, oh my gosh, I love her voice. (laughs) Oh, I hate my voice. It's so raspy and oh, I just uh, no. That's the sexy. I think it's sexy. (laughs) No, I like old trade. Old trade voices. I love it. (laughs) Perfect. Well, thanks, Krista. (laughs) Thank you for having me, ladies. You guys did a great job. I'm super. I'm impressed with you, your age, and how what you're doing. I think it's just awesome. So keep going. Thank you.